So Dave and I, we were watching this movie called Two Evil Eyes. We got interested because of this anthology put together by Ramiro and Ar- Argento. And it's based on like these Edgar Allan Poe stories. And I would give it some credence, some clout, only because of the cast. Adrian Barbeau, Harvey Keitel. Uh, who else is in it? Oh, Tom Atkins. He shows up and he looks just like his detective character in the other movie, Night of the Creeps. <laughs> Uh, how we got to this movie is kind of a, kind of funny because Dave and I were talking and I was scrolling through Amazon and then Amazon's flashing this ad for a 4K of Two Evil Eyes. I was like, holy mm. crap. So then Dave and I were digging through that and then it was all because of this book called Video Hounds. Like, so we're looking at Video Hounds and I'm like, there's no way this book still exists. What Video Hounds is, folks, is during the days of video stores, they would give the clerks these guides. So if people had questions about this movie, these were like the encyclopedia or the Bible, so to speak, of, of movie listings. For anything that came out on home video or DVD or Blu-ray, this big-ass book, it's like more than a thousand pages, would have a listing for any given film, right? So uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, we should get a guide like this for our show. So I went ahead and ordered one, and then all of a sudden I was getting inundated with all these other advertisements for this movie. I'm like, what it, What the hell is this movie? So then me and Dave started take you know taking a look at it, and... Uh, and now I have Video Hound. And the first thing I wanted to do, because this is the thing I recommend doing with any encyclopedia, is find out how many entries for the word bikini you can find. I found 13. I want to share three with the guys tonight and you folks at home. Bikini Bloodbath. Bikini Bloodbath Car Wash. Bikini Bloodbath Christmas. So clearly it's a trilogy. And mm. I just like, I want to go around the room and get the temperature here on what we think about these movies. Uh, Nick, what do you think about wow. these movies that I found in my video album book? They sound incredible, and I'm really tempted to watch the Christmas one because I want to see oh, the, sure. na- the naughty Santa, like Mrs. <laughs> Elf Girls. You know that 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 one I want to watch. That's my that's my pick. Adam, what do you think? Uh, I don't know if I'm excited about these. I mean, uh, comedy, horror. Am I right? Or porn? It, I, I didn't listen. <laughs> Well, there's probably some na- some nudity, but the listing doesn't say anything about comedy. But it guarantees okay, slashing. Yeah, uh, Dave, what do you have? What's your what's your temp- what's your gauge on this thing? I- I'm with Nick. I want to see the Christmas episode. I mean, you know, bikinis, wow. snow. Why not? And blood. And blood. <laughs> well, anybody, you know, there's going to be a scene that. where like a killer snowman comes and you know stabs him with a carrot. Well, for anybody's interest, it's on page 149 of the 2021 edition of the book. And now we'll cruise over and see what's going on. Some home, (laughs) yeah, it's in the book. It's a video hound. Someone actually Uh, bought a book these days. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Or pour something cold on ice because it's the binge watchers podcast. See what's going on with home video headlines. It's the 15th anniversary of Snakes on a Plane. Oh, wow. It seems like I saw that oh, in the theater man. yesterday. Where wow. were you? Yeah. <laughs> I saw it opening night. And yeah, I did. 
Adam's in a mood. Movie. He's not going to say Adam's pissed off already. We've been recording for about three minutes. <laughs> Adam, your You're, eyes are like... He's in a mood. He's on? in a fucking mood. All right. What's going on? We'll just keep cruising. All right. Uh, uh, Dave. I like it. I love... Dude, who did, I saw Snakes on a plane with one of these three guys. I don't remember. Maybe It wasn't Dave me. Or... It must have been Dave. I don't think Nick. it was me because uh, I saw it with my girlfriend at the time in Orange County. Oh, I don't think it was Adam. Well, in the process of elimination, it must yeah, be. It has me. to be Adam. I don't know. <laughs> this, well, this was like a night at my apartment drinking, so I don't know. Maybe the, it's completely erased from my memory. I, but I've never watched it, so but it must have been me. Uh, spoiler alert: there are snakes on a plane. Just <laughs> I felt like it revealed itself too early. Sure. Like, yeah. In, that movie got name. so much hype by the name, and then yeah, just. People got over it quick. I remember but, laughing this, a lot about the this name, is, but, yeah. The next thing that, that I heard about is this is just fun. Um, the e- original Evil Deads are all going to be posted on HBO Max. They're I think they're already available. Um, the new remake was already on there, the one made by the Spanish uh, filmmaker, which is pretty good, but it has nothing that to do with Ash. But um, that's because Evil Dead Rise is going to come out soon, and HBO has it, so they decided to get everybody caught up to speed. But li- li- look, if you're out there for... It's bang for your buck if you're trying to get all of them and have an easy place to find them. They're all there. Um, and uh, Adam, I think you mentioned that you were cruising through them again, so it's pretty cool that they're all in one place. Yeah, it, it is neat. They all the feel so different from each other. Yeah, they like the first one's like almost like true horror. Then the first second one becomes like a remake comedy, and then it becomes crazy at the third. I, I love those movies. You know, I don't think I don't think the movies get enough praise for like having a perfect series. Like even mm-hmm. Freddy per- and Jason and Halloween yeah. all has crap movies within the series. I, there's not a bad one. Yeah, <laughs> in the Evil mm-hmm. Dead movies, so far they've been great. Mm-hmm. Even the remake, Very part two. Part two is my favorite. Is it? I even agree. If, even if it might be a little funny, Evil Dead Two has always been my favorite. And uh, I go, I'm an Army of Darkness every- guy. Really. Okay. Well, Evil yeah. Dead Two did every trick in the book, and if and if you look at it like and measure it by sheer fun segment by fun segment, Evil Dead Two is superior to even Army of Darkness. Wow, Army I'm of Darkness is just a completely different film, and it's a completely different. But I love it. Yeah, yeah. it's like more. I of think like we got three Evil Dead Twos and one. It was like horror, <laughs> horror comedy, adventure. Mm-hmm. It, it yeah, but I love how each movie changed in the series, like. They all feel so different in their own way. It is kind of like Back to Future in that way, though, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Instead of the West, yeah. we go back to medieval times. Medieval yeah, times. There, there is, there are, there is portals and time travel and other dimensions in Evil Dead for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And if you if you watch the original ending to Army of Darkness, there's even more time travel. If you find the direct, oh, right? Yeah. So. That crazy. Um, what else is going on? Oh, this really cool show called Reservation Dogs, which yes, isn't doing like a a reference to uh, Reservoir Dogs. It's about kids growing up on the res in the Midwest. It's pretty good. Um, that just came out on Hulu FX. It's weird. They ought to just come up with one name that fits both channels because they're they're basically the same channel now. Is Harvey Cartel in it? Now yeah. get stuck in one room after a bank heist. No, you totally discredited how good the show actually is. It's a show about Native American kids. There hasn't been a show like this ever, and you just whatever. I didn't just made a joke. It. You I'm made a joke out of it. Whatever, we'll move on. I um, make a joke out of as many things as possible. 
I guess you're you're in a mood. It's it's clear. You can see it on your face. You're wearing it. You can't, it, folks. You can't see it unless you're watching the video version. I don't know if this will be a video it's or a not, mood. but you, you can definitely hear it. I don't know if you mood. can hear it through the microphone. We'll find out. Yeah, it's maybe it's a full moon. There's definitely a storm outside where I am, but okay. Oh, you, got that, uh, you got that hurricane, yeah. Then I heard today also Netflix has agreed to make the fourth Beverly Hills Cop with Eddie Murphy. Wait, wait, what? what? Yeah, this is like uh, full they're doing that. Like it's not just circling the drain at a production house; it's getting made. The only thing is, wow. he's kind of doing, he's kind of pulling the strings on nostalgia right now, right? Because he just did the yeah, it, the horrible. The time, well, no, that no. My name is Dolomite is really great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What oh, I was referring to America. was, yeah, I was referring America. to how he ruined the sequel to Coming to America. So this could go one of two ways. I mean, it could be a great adventure with Axel Foley, or it could be a horrible Pluto rendition. Nash. Is it a movie or a Pluto series? Nash is not nostalgic though. That's not that's a standalone. That's largely considered like his worst movie, right? Norbit. <laughs> no, I think Norbit ranks higher than Pluto. Really, Nash. really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in terms of box office, yeah. And I, I don't know. I haven't seen Pluto Nash, so I don't know about in terms of quality. Nor- Norbit Norbit did better in the box office. Oh, Norbit was awful though. I mean, in terms of I never saw it. I didn't even want to give it a chance. Yeah. Yeah, oh, we were smart. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> so we'll go to a brief message from our sponsors, and then we'll be back with our feature presentation. Tonight's movie is The Sisters Brothers. It's their last name. It's not in a positive. All right, here we go. Loved Again Media is an amazing mom-and-pop movie subscription box service serving up movie nostalgia and more. Listeners can get 15% off with promo code BINGE. You can also win a gift card for signing up. Visit them at lovedagainmedia.com forward slash binge. Check out their DVD subscription service. Blu-rays comes to you every month, or you can surf their bargain bin. Check it out once again. That's lovedagainmedia.com forward slash binge. Now on with the show. We're turning to our feature presentation already in progress with the Sisters Brothers. Let's get the guys back on the line. Here they are. They're here anyway. They don't really go anywhere. They just go behind a virtual wall that doesn't really exist. All right. So let's see what this movie's about. In my opinion, the movie's about Eel. Well, it's not, it's not my opinion. Like compiled from Google. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So John's opinion uh, only. Yeah. Well, so yeah, sometimes I make them up and sometimes I just literally yeah, copy and paste. Good. Let's let's ruin, let's break everybody's imagination tonight. All right. So All Eli right. and Charlie's sisters are an infamous duo of gunslinging assassins. Uh they're hired by this guy. I think it's called the Commodore. And they chase a gold prospector and his unexpected ally in 1850s Oregon. You got Joaquin Phoenix as Charlie's sisters, John C. Riley's Eli's sisters. Riz Ahmed, as he has the coolest name of the bunch, Herman Kermit Warm. And then you got Jake Gyllenhaal following around as John, a character named John Morris, who dictates everything in his diary. <clears throat> and Dave should have some interesting facts and uh, details as well. What do you got for us, Dave? Well, yes, this was actually um, the director. I'm not even going to try to pronounce it. It is a very French director. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> can you try? Because it would be funny for the air. I can try. <laughs> sure, yeah. Jacques Audiard. I'm sorry if I butchered that. Um, But yeah, he is actually he's a French director. Um, He's known for very prestigious movies such as Rust and Bone and A Prophet. Um, 
Although this could be prestigious as well. Um, this movie actually has a lot of Oscar power behind it. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix, of course, won for Joker, but you also have four, four other Oscar nominees, uh, John C. Riley, Jake Gyllenhaal, Riz Ahmed, and Carol Kane, um, who played the mother, was even nominated. Um, and actually, this, they also have a lot of crossover. John C. Riley and Jake Gyllenhaal were in The Good Girl. Riz Ahmed and Gyllenhaal were also in Nightcrawler. Um, this movie won uh, quite a few awards with, John looked up some of that. Uh, what awards did this win, John? Oh, sure. The Cesar Award, which is like a French film award. I guess you could call it their version of the Oscars or the Golden Globe, something. Um, it won for Best Director, Best Cinematography, Best Sound Design, Best Production Design. So kind of a slew. And then when it premiered at the Venice Film Festival, it took home the Silver Lion for Best Director. And another award show with, I'm not, I'm not familiar with this, I'll have to look it up later, the Luminaries, the guy also won Best Director. So... It has some uh, some credence to being quite a good film, actually. Um, yeah, well respected. Uh, even though I guess it's a box office blunder, but um, as far as an Indian art film, and dare I say, anti-Western, definitely. That's good. I mean, it's yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I was surprised um, at how much this movie cost, considering I thought it was just a very indie movie. But this was actually kind of big budget, honestly. No, I think you can tell by the scope that they spent some money it? on this because they built all that. Let's say they built the towns. They had like four or five different major locations. They cleared a waterway. It looks pretty expansive to me. Like, and not a, and none of it's really green screen. They're out there. That's what you can mm. appreciate. Is they're not just sitting in like, you know. Maybe it's because the story's so simple. I mean, and I mean that in a good way that I'm just not paying attention to like how much money's on the screen. This I think it's Francisco scene was just incredible. Oh yeah. Recreating like pre 1900 San Francisco. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. I love how they called the toilet a water house. That's what they called it. Right. This is the water house <laughs> or the water room, whatever, something like that. Uh, must have been like a colloquial term at the time. Uh, let's go to favorite bits. And since I'm already excited to talk about it, we'll go. We'll jump over to Nick. What do you think is uh, your favorite from this movie? Uh, my favorite bit is actually this. I'm going to go a little different. I'm going to go for the score. Did you guys? I really loved the music and the, the score for this movie. I thought it really helped the film and I really fell in love with the music. I, I'm always was that guy who bought soundtracks as a kid and I really love music and I follow composers and I've never even heard of this composer until now. And I really want to dig more deep into this composer. So I really like the score. Uh, I didn't really notice actually. Did I felt, you not? But I, I felt like that's was sometimes you don't notice and it helps the movie. Yeah, that's why I did magic. That's I'm why it's magic. Yeah. I'm going to watch it what again. Is, for the score. Yeah, I want to say it was Alexander Desplat, or because so I, I looked for that too, and I know he's. It like, is, uh, yeah. Not, none of none of them are jumping to my head, but I know he's a pretty well respected um, composer these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. What about you guys? Double A. What do you think? Hey, well, you know, I didn't really expect a lot from this movie when I saw the the trailers and stuff on TV. I was thinking. Well, there's no way this isn't like some kind of comedy, and there and the trailer was tricking us into thinking it was like a serious western or something. So I just always thought it was a comedy, and you know. And then I watched the movie, and it took me a while before I really realized this is a real film, and because it has this joke title, and it just threw me way off. And I had an amazing experience that where the movie won me over 
and then took me on a ride. And I think that the time where I really realized that it, that it switched over in my head to me taking it seriously was when that spider crawled in, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Eli's sister's, uh, <laughs> mouth. <laughs> and I was like, what? Like what? <laughs> and I got so excited about it. I, uh, I spoiled it for the guys in our private chat, but, uh, and then from there it's a roller coaster. So I just love that scene. Cause that scene was the entrance for me to escape truly. So Dave. Nice. Um, I, I, yeah, this movie, uh, I mean, I do think this movie is a comedy. It's just not a, it's not a like stepbrothers laugh out loud, you know, kind of comedy, but it is, it is definitely dark comedy. Um, but it's also, it, it's, it's definitely a dramedy more fair to say as long as well as a Western and anti-Western. Um, but actually my favorite moment is there is, um, there's a moment it's kind of comedic and it's kind of dramatic, but there it's, and it's a quiet scene in the middle where John C. Riley is, uh, they're in the town of Mayfield and he's up with the lady of the night in his room, but he doesn't want sex. He just wants, wants to feel important. And he's trying to convey to her like, Hey, I just want mm-hmm. like try to explain her a role play and nobody knows what role play is. He's like, Hey, just you know, <laughs> give me this scarf and say that it is a gift to me. You're like, you want, you want what? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just, uh, it, it's kind of like, it turns into, it starts off as a comedic moment and kind of turns very kind of sweet and kind of sad at the end of that scene. Um, and just the range of emotions that goes in those three minutes or whatever, just kind of, it also kind of sums mm-hmm. up the movie. Like this movie does not, um, stay in one lane, but it, it manages no. each lane very perfectly. Yeah. Um, it's like a young, frustrated director in that scene. It's <laughs> a great term. You know what? That is actually. Like that. I, I'm glad you said that because that's what I was thinking. Is like I felt like that scene was the director's comment on directing. Well, <laughs> like so, definitely, definitely. I uh, just one of the right. surprises in store for you when you watch this amazing yeah. film. Uh, John, what do you think? Or what is your favorite bit? Um. I like the relationship that develops between the four characters, the sisters, brothers, and the two guys looking for the gold and the chemical process that they use in the movie. I find fascinating uh, to try to discover the gold, which is kind of unique because everybody's panhandling, but this guy has a process. That's kind of like why the bad guy is chasing him because he has some process to reveal where gold is contained within, I guess, waters right inside of rivers. And I thought that was a really cool device. Other than that, I'll touch on what Adam said about the whole spider thing when he gets infected with the spider in his mouth and gets sick it prompts a toxic nightmare where he's like flashing back to i speculate that they i speculate that they i don't think they say it in the movie but i'm speculating that they killed their father and that's what set them on the road um and they have a nightmare where he's like chopping his father in pieces but it's very subtle like you don't really see the father being hacked to pieces but you see these strange body parts being separated like logs on a fire and i was like that's why it's weird. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he trips out from the spider venom <laughs> yeah. and then they move on with the rest of the story. This is that. crazy. Yeah. Um, well, that, that's, a, that's very that's much a, like a Coen brothers move though. Like that, well, that has nothing see, else to do with the rest of the plot, but it's still in there as just like an interesting moment. Oh, and also Nick is doing this gag with his 3d, uh, green screen cup. Um, oh, sorry. That he likes to do. It's very <laughs> yeah, distracting. Yeah. Will you turn that off? <laughs> I don't know how to on the show. I'd have to leave, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so, 
Where was I? Oh yeah. So so to touch on what Adam was saying, like the that part of the movie is uh, well, the whole story is really subtle. So you blink and you miss it. So I recommend if anybody's going to watch this movie, you really pay it some attention because there's a lot of story details that are just kind of slipping past you as it goes by, and that sequence tells you that like the little brother's not that responsible and he's very impulsive, and you know, I don't want to say everything. I'm I'm borderline going to spoil it because I want people to watch the movie, so I'm going to yeah. hold my tongue. But um, that that part of the story, you know, tells you that the older brother is worried that if he's not a hundred percent, then the operation will fall apart if his little brother's in charge. Whatever. Um, let's rate it. Hey, Nikki Lakes, uh, what w- what would you do with this movie? Binge now, binge later, binge never. I'd do a binge later. I wasn't blown away. I did like it, but I wasn't. I don't think it's one you have to watch right now. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to disagree, but I'll wait my turn. Uh, let's jump over to Double <laughs> no A. Uh, definitely a binge now for me. I mean, I got a lot out of it, and I want to watch it again. And uh, I would I would encourage people to pay really close attention to the storytelling inside of the storytelling. Because a lot mm. of the storytelling is people telling other people's stories. And I just love that about this movie. <laughs> Hmm. So, Dave, um, I'm gonna say I actually I'm gonna do binge now, binge later, uh, binge never. Although I've got all three binge na- uh, nows, uh, this is definitely one of them. I, I really love this movie uh, that won me over by the end. Um, I would also say it reminds me of McCabe and Mrs. Miller, which also take place in the Northwest, or <laughs> and also a movie from last year called First Cow, which is also another anti-Western like this that takes place in the Northwest during this period. Uh, you could do a triple feature one day if you really want to get into this kind of a Western. <laughs> I don't know uh, if everybody want to do three movies in a row. Except I wouldn't but, compare it to First Cow because First Cow is also modern day and it does a lot of flashbacks. No, the and, whole movie, the only the fla- beginning and the end were modern day. The whole movie is the 1800s. Or it, lingers, it lingers. It lingers. It lingers. It lingers. Um, it it uh, lingers too long. Like, I like. I don't want to compare the two because I hate First Cow and I think The Sisters Brothers is a really good movie. That's why that's why that's why I interjected. I, I'll agree that Sisters Brothers is a better movie, but I, I don't know. I really like First Cow as well. Modern but. day lingers, Dave. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the storytelling device they use in that in that one lingers on too long. It's like a toothache. Yeah. All right. Uh where are we at? Oh, so I guess it's technically my turn while I'm bitching and complaining, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's a binge now for me I wish they made more movies like this I think it's pretty magical uh, that's why I said I disagreed earlier with Nikki Lates but I would hold till my turn That that's my that's my two cents you should seek out movies like this more often than movies like Wyatt Earp or Tombstone and uh, I mean Tombstone is great it has a great ensemble cast but the story's bullshit everybody knows that OK Corral is a mythological legend it didn't really you know, if you guys really want to know his, what history, they want you to believe. But yeah, the movie, exactly. But the movie was pretty cool, though. <laughs> I'll tell you, good guys draw first because they don't want to get shot by their opponents. So if you thought that they shot after the Cowboys, horseshit. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> I'm veering in a direction the show doesn't really go to, but I've been thinking about that movie a lot because I just watched the Val Kilmer documentary and whatever. Mm. Um, but everybody in that movie is also great. So if you can't find the Sisters Brothers, but right now it's available on Hulu. And, I don't know how long it's going to stay up there, but it's there now. Um, if they lose it, it'll probably go to the Canopy app that Adam and Dave were always using. Um, fan service. Let's see what's going on. 
Oh, I made an unboxing video for Loved Again Media, who's on the show tonight. Because, um, again, we're supported by affiliates and sponsors that try to keep making podcasts. So long that lasts. Um, made an unboxing video. They sent me a giant box of DVDs. They sent one to Dave. We cracked them open, and I put together a little short video on Instagram, and somebody was like, yes, dead alive! You know, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you, dude. <laughs> like, it's a yeah, stand band. They're like a punk. They're like a... I don't know what they are. Metal, punk rock. They're, they're a band. They're like an indie band that's on my Instagram, and they chime in, but over the most random things. But uh, I'm, glad, I'm glad they're like Dead Alive. I love Dead Alive. Um, I don't know. We've, have we ever covered that one? No, I think it's always been on the... I think we've kind of kicked so. it off only because it it's not streaming anywhere. And it might be too famous now. I don't know. Is it too... Because Peter Jackson's no, not fully no, mainstream. It's, it's kind of got no, into obscurity, like, though. This is like yeah. early early Peter Jackson before still he was cult, like... Before he left New Zealand, right? Um, oh, this is going to be a funny thing. I just want to see what people think this movie next week is about. Okay. Um, so next week we're going to cover The Man Who Killed Hitler and then The Bigfoot. Nikki Lates, what do you think about this movie we're going to watch next week? I'm assuming it's in the 40s and he kills Hitler and then he goes to the woods and kills Bigfoot. I, I have no idea. I mean, just by the title, I, I literally don't know what this movie's about. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Big, yeah. Bigfoot. Oh, yeah. I mean, if they hook up, that'd be crazy. Okay. And Elvis serves him dinner. Yeah. <laughs> now, I feel like the fun. movie, it's a title and a log line all in one. Yeah. I, I have oh, no yeah, idea true. where this movie's going and I haven't watched a trailer, so I'm excited. Um, Dave, is that your full comment or kick it over to Adam or you got more? To yeah, sure. What does Adam think? What? Uh, well, I think Elvis is their love child. So, I mean, <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing a very zany adventure then. I don't know what else to tell you. <laughs> I, I, I figure if I let, if I let Johnny spoil, spoiler talk too much about it, we'll, we'll actually hear the entire plot. So, <laughs> mm. <laughs> I had no the Johnny spoiler. John, have you I seen know, it before? Uh, I had no plans to uh, okay. to ruin this movie. So, oh, so you have seen it before? Have you seen it before? Is that breaking the fourth wall? No, I've seen the Sisters Brothers three times, and I've seen the man who killed uh, Hitler, and then the Bigfoot. I've seen it twice. Okay, so, there you go. Oh wow! Wow, so twice. And you must have liked it. Tune in next week. We might be talking about a man. We might be talking about a man who killed Hitler, and also the man who killed the Bigfoot. Find out next week, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Before we go, somebody give Adam a shot of vodka, some Prozac, and Ambien. For God's sake, something. <laughs> oh, no, he was just hangry. All he needs is a Snickers bar. He's fine now, folks. Give, Don't give, worry. Give him, Snickers. give him those Snickers. That's what it was. He didn't get in that midnight snack before we started recording. <laughs> you're, 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 his whole demeanor has switched. You can't see this, folks, but his, he's smiling. His cheeks are all bright and red. He's, he's ready to podcast now. Should we start over? He's hungry. <laughs> I, I 